everyone. Welcome to another installment of ARS 45 Podcast, the podcast that goes 45 minutes or less or more talking about all things in the world of anime, manga, comics, games, and all things geeky. I am your host, Chris. Probably know me as Founding Father. Uh, this is not my foundry, but this is ARS 45. Uh, just catching up, uh, if anything, in uh, this episode, because uh, if anything, it's always a matter of the present. And of course, the show uh, tried to pretty much stick to a schedule and trying to rotate matters, but so much has been happening just across many different spectrums, not just in my own life, but in the world overall. Um, so just a quick note uh, before we start the show, thank you to everyone who uh, came out uh, to Sakura Khan for, um, for ARS, um, Adam and uh, Fudgezilla, definitely on hand um, for the occasion um, to bring you uh, not one, but two very, very good panels. Um, thank you to all of those who uh, attended for for um, Skin Deep and Final Round. Uh, that definitely made a, a good impression on uh, everyone. And uh, hopefully as uh, the trend for COVID continues to... Uh, to, to go backwards, you know, trend backwards, and things are safe again. Hopefully, um, we'll be back again soon. Hopefully, I'll be able to actually go as well, because um, if anything, um, always wanted to uh, take in Sakura Khan myself. Um, always hear good things about it, so just never like going out there yourself. So let's... Uh, Let's try to do a little catch up here. A lot has happened, folks. So, um, guess we'll just start things off. And uh, you know, this actually comes from uh, from Crunchyroll. So apparently, uh, Crunchyroll will be uh, taking up matters, not Funimation, but Crunchyroll more so, as uh, Sony has, um, you know, pretty much kind of shifted gears. Uh, the kind of putting crunchy at the at the at the, the, the spearhead of uh, matters here. So crunchy roll will be uh, rolling out um, the final um, Eureka Seven High Evolution film uh, in theaters. So apparently the final film is also going to be uh, coming out in Australia as well. Uh, it will be premiering across uh, the U.S., Canada, as well as Australia, um, you know, and for the U.S. dates in Canada, has been set for May 18th uh, for both the English dub and subtitled formats. Uh, tickets are on sale. Uh, they actually went on sale, um, you know, last week, and um, anything, that date will be coming up soon. So uh, for those who've been keeping track, Eureka 7 uh, High Evolution is a reboot of um, the 2000s, um, 2005 uh, classic uh, Eureka 7 uh, anime series. So um, definitely something to look forward to if you enjoy uh, sci-fi, if you enjoy... Um, Giant robots, and if you enjoy coming of age uh, stories, uh, definitely uh, something to look out for there. And um, you know, uh, Daisato is attached to uh, the High Evolution uh, material, just as uh, Daisato was attached to the original Eureka Seven. So that is always something to lo and behold. And of course, uh, animation is handled by Studio Bones. So um, definitely be sure to uh, to check it out when it comes out uh, in the next looking at matters next couple days that being said as a lot has happened and it is a uh, mother's day uh, you know this week and certainly enough um, 
you know, think of matters with Mother's Day, um, acknowledging uh, the matriarch of the family. And fact is, with anime, a lot of matriarchs, uh, undoubtedly. Uh, for me, personally, all-time favorite, uh, there's a lot of anime. Almost hard to choose. But uh, for me, I'll have to say, for me, it had to be Lisa Lisa. Because uh, very much surprised, very much uh, unique in that regard. Um, you know, powerful, uh, has a grace about herself. Um, you know, and that instinct is there. Of course, there are many others, and Rest Stop has quite a, a, a few across the board. Um, but Lisa Lisa comes to mind for uh, this particular podcaster when it comes to moms. So anything, make sure for Mother's Day to uh, wish your mom, be your, you know, biological or otherwise you know she's been a mother to you she deserves that let her know how you feel happy mother's day across the board there's another nice note there um speaking of moms and such i think another mom that comes to mind would be uh goodness i think a sailor moon Think of Usagi. Usagi has uh, two moms, essentially. Uh, you know, when you think, take a look at it, you know, and then of course Sailor Moon herself becomes a mom later on. So that's always uh, that's always fun. Which actually acts as a good segue, considering Sailor Moon uh, had an update um, recently. And that is in regards to the, uh, now at this point, Sailor Moon uh, celebrating its 30th anniversary um, by and far compared to when uh, Crystal initially started um, back, uh, you know, quite a few years ago now. Uh, but since we, you know, we just had Eternal not too long ago, and now Cosmos is... Uh, going to wrap things up in a nice little bow. Uh, Sailor Cosmos will encompass the last arc in Sailor Moon. And uh, that will be coming out very soon. I believe the uh, the road, road dates have been set for the summer. And that is actually coming from a few outlets on that for... Um, for Sailor Moon. Uh, looks really nice. Very, very polished. Yes, it is coming uh, summer of, uh, actually not this summer, but actually summer of 2023. So, you know, given that we're in a pretty crowded uh, year thus far, we do need a break. So uh, the anticipation builds for Sailor Moon Cosmos which uh, will have uh, two movies. So, very interesting time. Very, uh, very good time for, uh, for Magical Girl fans and, and for Moonies uh, that know all about Sailor Moon and certainly to see Sailor Moon in this uh, grand fashion. So, a uh, lot of good times there. Then... Uh, let's see, over the course of matters, uh, apparently for all the new anime that we're getting between this year and next year, you know, Sailor Moon getting its film next year, Attack on Titan, um, apparently will be ending next year. We're going to try to end it next year. Try. That with all the new anime, we're also getting uh, Tekken. Tekken. It's getting a brand new anime, courtesy of uh, of Netflix. 
and uh, apparently it's it's compared to, you know of course you hear Netflix you know especially these days you just look and go oh great they're are they saying it's anime and it's actually like American Euro hybrid animation or is it an you know actual Japanese anime is an actual uh, anime studio handling it um you know what is this now of course the last tekken animated property was um tekken uh blood vengeance which uh came out back 10 years ago uh 2011 and that was a cg film uh, i remember the premiere of that at uh at otakon and uh, since that time um there hasn't been another uh animated project for uh for tekken and of course uh tekken's first initial outing in anime was back in uh 1998 and uh well let's just say like it it, it was a crazy time and there's a lot of there's talk about that one but this tekken project actually looks really good um it seems to be uh, interesting. It seems to uh, pretty much take from the games in the general sense, focusing on uh, you know the you know the the lead in uh, Jin Kazuma and uh, wanting to uh, take the focus there from uh, his early beginnings and and you know learning from his grandfather and you know that seems to be the element. So it seems to be more of uh, you know. Of more keen to Tekken Three, like it seems to be more of Tekken Three's uh, story uh, used for the the basis of this. Um, looking at matters, it it seems it looks good, and I know that we are in a time and not to bury the lead here for for Geek Gashapon. I know we're at a time where Netflix is kind of funny. And not haha funny, but mm, funny. But Netflix, for the most part, at least for anime, um, they you know there's been good, bad, and bowling shoe ugly. But when it's good, it's good. And um, this looks like it's gonna be good. Uh, this podcaster will have eyes on it. Um, we'll see what happens. In regards to uh, to Tekken, and of course the title of this one is uh, Tekken Bloodline, so uh, be on the lookout for Tekken Bloodline when it hits uh, Netflix. Um, and it seems that one will be due uh, sometime this year, sometime this year. Uh, like I said, crowded year, so uh, you know we'll see if this one has the ability to stand out now of course one title that has stood um stood out from the rest has been uh, spy family and I, i've talked about spy family a few times on uh, this podcast and apparently this is at a time where uh, uh apparently studio wit is uh, celebrating its 10th anniversary so studio wit has not only brought us uh, quality stuff such as Spy Family, but you know, you look back at uh, Studio Wit's history. Um, you know, some of your your latest and greatest have stemmed from them: Ranking of Kings, uh, Vinland Saga, uh, Attack on Titan, just to name a few. And uh, the fact it's already been ten years um, is uh, quite a feat. And apparently, they are having an exhibit to that effect in uh in japan um you know the exhibit uh, apparently is uh you know is going to be uh, scheduled out uh apparently this is going to be at ikebukuro is in uh exhibit at ikebukuro's uh, parko department store from may 27th to june 20th so the exhibit unveiled a key visual, and it has like visuals of all of their uh, 
the characters they have handled from their uh, various properties. So, uh, you know, it, it seems to be uh, quite a thing. And um, this headline comes from ANN. Uh, very interesting. Now, apparently, uh, you know, if you're in, if you're if you're in Japan, you know, especially with uh, travel being, um, you know, restored, as uh, some of the, the COVID restrictions have uh, eased back somewhat, definitely uh, take the time and uh, go over there. You know, especially if you enjoy uh, Studio Wit and uh, their their various works. So of course, as we're getting more anime uh, this year and next year, uh, another title has uh, been able to uh, race its way into uh, people's minds, and that's uh, MF Ghost. So apparently MF Ghost has a new trailer. Uh, for those that don't know, MF Ghost um, is the uh, creation of Shuichi, uh, Sh uh, Shuichi uh, Shigino. And those who are not familiar with uh, Shuichi's work, uh, Shuichi is known for uh, the likes of one particular property that has been very generational and very keen, especially if you love um, cars and you love drifting. Initial D. And uh, so this is the spiritual successor to Initial D. And uh, the manga is available digitally uh, on, uh, you know, various outlets of, you know, just, well, now, particularly through Amazon, as well as uh, Kodansha's uh, element as well. The anime itself is uh, going to be adapted by uh, Felix Films. And Felix film and is set to premiere next year. Very excited to see what comes of it. Um, the last time, um, the last time uh, I watched Initial D or anything related to it was uh, the film trilogy, and I thought the film trilogy was fine, just that it didn't have a uh, Eurobeat. Thankfully. And this has been confirmed by ANN. MF Ghost will have Eurobeat, so I think we'll be okay. So uh, if you missed Eurobeat from uh, from the initial D uh, trilogy films, check out MF Ghost. I think it'll uh, set things straight for you. Uh, apparently, we've had some uh, some other things that have happened uh, over the course in this this catch-up here. We have had uh, quite a few things happen. So apparently, uh, Pop Team Epic has uh, been in the news lately, just as far as, you know, the show being um, kind of a catch-all in the crazy, crude comedy element. Um, and of course, you know, you know, second season being announced uh, that is due in October of um, this year. But uh, apparently it's, uh, apparently it's creator uh, got married recently. So, wow. <laughs> you know, um, so congratulations, uh, especially in terms of, um, you know, that element, um, you know, when it comes to life, um, not only do you have a, a successful um, manga series that has been adapted to anime, but you found true love. Excellent. Um, so good times afoot, good times afoot. We're going to take a short break. When we return, we're actually going to cover um quite a few other things on on the docket we're not done yet stay tuned
are back, ladies and gentlemen. Um, catching up with just a few things. So, a lot of headlines happened. And just want to take this time um, to give this uh, particular headline the attention it deserves. Uh, Billy Komet's, you know, sound um, voice actor um, has been around uh, for some time now, since uh, really since 2016. Um, a rising star, uh, certainly in that regard, uh, with so many uh, headline roles um, to his uh, to his resume. Um, from Rising of the Shield Hero, Jojo, um, you know, Diamond is Unbreakable, um, you know, Kanosuba, there's a who's who of, uh, titles that, uh, that Billy, uh, Kamets is, uh, is, is attached to, and, and certainly known, uh, by fans for his, um, his performance. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Billy Kometz was uh, recently uh, diagnosed with uh, stage four colon cancer. Um, this has been picked up by ANN and a few other outlets as well. Uh, a GoFundMe uh, page has been made um, to help Billy Kometz in his uh, in his time of need. Um, as one who is, uh, who's heard Billy's work, uh, some of his work, um, it is, uh, certainly, um, certainly sad to see, um, you know, sad to hear this happen, to see this happen to, uh, someone on the come up, but just like, um, Monica Real, I believe, uh, stated on, uh, social, on social media, that, uh, you know, we look after those in this community. And uh, certainly enough, uh, looking at the GoFundMe, that is uh, very much noted as, um, you know, the initial goal has uh, pretty much, it's, it, you know, as of the article, it was um, more than halfway to completion, and I believe as of now, it's it's practically there, but certainly provide uh, all the support for uh, for Billy Kamets in his uh, in his time of need. Um, you know, wish him well, certainly in his uh, his recovery, um, and uh, just like uh, many others that I've um, talked about on uh, this show, and especially when it comes to cancer when it affects all of us. You know, I, I can only say these words, and that's fuck cancer. So, fuck cancer. Get well, Billy Kemets. When we uh, return, we'll, we'll, uh, we will uh, talk about a few other things that have uh, happened uh, within the... Uh, spectrum of of all things geeky don't go anywhere we'll be right back folks and we are back ladies and gentlemen um, this time around, we are into the Geek Gashapon side of the house, uh, seeing what's going on in all things geeky. Well, uh, the streaming service that has brought a few things geeky to us is uh, going through some changes, some hard changes. And that's not a reference to uh, one of the shows they uh, provide, um, one of the shows in that theme song, Going Through Changes. Shout out to Big Mouth, yo. But it's referring to Netflix and uh, Netflix's current state of affairs. Not very good. 
So uh, recently, Netflix, and this has been picked up by um, Forbes, uh, Hollywood Reporter, a few other hubs. Netflix recently lost over 200,000 subscribers. How does that happen? I have no idea. Well, I have a hunch. Um, so apparently, um, over time, it it's Netflix's uh, expectations have not quite met with reality, and that's exactly what happened. Variety magazine, Variety dot com, as a made a report of it. Uh, they lost two hundred thousand subscribers in the first quarter, and they're and predicts that uh, it's gonna. This is gonna continue. This is still gonna be a thing, despite so many other uh, series that have since uh, come along. You know, of course, uh, some favorites, recent favorites, come back, um, such as uh, Bridgerton. And, um, let's see, and, uh, that, uh, what's the, the nice horror show that, uh, I enjoyed the first season of, and it took forever for them to, uh, bring it back. Um, I want to say that is, uh, Russian Doll. Yes, Russian Doll. Um, you know, despite those efforts, that subscriber base has dropped. And with so many uh, Netflix stalwart titles, not native titles, but stalwarts, you know, big name like Friends and, you know, so many other, sh you know, like mainstream shows that still carry a, a fan base, a lot of them are going to their uh, parent companies as their parent companies are hosting streaming services now. Um, NBC has Peacock. Uh, Paramount is around with their streaming service. Um, of course, Disney has Disney Plus, And, of course, through their element buying Fox, they have Hulu. So things have changed. And Netflix, which used to be the, the you know, the huge element, huge elephant, but huge element in streaming is now faced with a lot of great challenges. Um, and to top it all off, this, uh, what could possibly be the cherry on this uh, shit Sunday? Well, how about your shareholders suing you for uh, certain breaches? of trust certain breaches of um you know their 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 money they expected x y and z out of the investment and um they're seeing losses and mind you this is in a time in the great streaming wars where uh time warner just had a a, a recent merger with discovery and discovery didn't mind axing certain elements they uh they axed CNN Plus, which didn't last very long at all. And apparently, the uh, Wonder Twins uh, movie that was proposed, that is, uh, that is done. That is not happening. It's, uh, unfortunately, we are in trying times. And, uh, and you need to draw. And Netflix, unfortunately, isn't drawing in certain avenues. Now, Netflix is down, but is it out? If uh, things continue, perhaps, if uh, certain entities, especially when it comes to shareholder um, investments and, and certain trusts and matters that go with uh, leadership divulging matters to, uh, to investors, if it gets into a matter of true securities violations, and that is what's being stated here, that could be a huge problem across the board. 
Now, of course, streaming will still continue. Streaming will still keep going, but losing Netflix will be uh that that's not a that's not a just shrug your oh no that was something that that's actually a, a bigger deal and especially for those who've come to know Netflix who've come to know uh, Netflix you know for some time for different things for whether it was the likes of House of Cards whether it's all the anime acquisitions Netflix has uh, made a history for itself um, but unfortunately lately and most recently uh, they have you know, the headlines for them have not been good. So we just have to see what uh, happens from there. So since the last time this podcast was up, Disney was just kind of rolling around and we had the countdown to the Multiverse of Madness. Well, that countdown's over. Multiverse of Madness is here. Also, madness has happened for Disney as uh, Disney's lost its special status in, uh, in Florida. Um, and that's due to a lot of other... Real life caca, and that's what I will call it here. Real life caca that I do not want to get into on this particular episode. No, don't want to do it. Not going to do it. Not now anyway, and not by myself. So, now, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness is here. And it's doing, you know, fairly well for itself. As to be expected. Even on this show, and we've, we've, Certainly, it put up the whole superhero movie fatigue element, which is still a thing. However, when something is done well, there are exceptions to the rule. This is another one that is exception to the rule. When you do things that people like, that are interesting, people will uh, pay money. People will not be bored. In fact, they will be the opposite of bored. They will be entertained. So, write that down, folks. Lesson to learn. Be entertained. Of course, May 4th is past, and of course, with May 4th, we know the slogan. So, as uh, one who is completely casual to the world of Star Wars, um, compared to other uh, members of, uh, of ARS, I can only leave with three recommends for those who enjoy Star Wars. Outside, of course, the the original trilogy of films, 4, 5, and 6, Episode 4, Episode 5, Episode 6. Certainly, um, for other fare that's, hey, I, I don't want to get into too much of the, the canon stuff. What, what can you do? I have had my own experience, and uh, this goes... I have to shout out a member of uh, ARS, this to uh, Anag, who uh, recommended to all of us, uh, it's actually last year, Star Wars Visions. Visions is uh, is an anthology of Star Wars stories by uh, various anime studios. And uh, very, very impressive. Um just all the possibilities and all the different, um, uh, 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 all the different tales uh, told in in that anthology. Highly recommended uh, viewing. So that is certainly my recommend for sure. Just on that humble and eggs recommend. I recommend for use right. Um, for me. As far as other fare for Star Wars, um, I enjoyed the video game uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. It's really good. Um, I was hesitant considering the development team. However, given uh, what was going on at the time uh, with matters, it, it... with especially with the publisher involved with EA, mainly more so the publisher as opposed to the developer, that um, it was promised that hey, we're gonna give you a straightforward game that's 
gonna have all the things you know and enjoy, but it's also gonna, at that point, Sekiro um, Shadows Die Twice was coming out at the, at the time. So I was like, hey, if you like Sekiro, you'll like this game. And uh, I like Sekiro. And I also like this game. So definite recommend for uh, Fallen Order. And another recommend, uh, Star Wars Lost Stars. Um, you know, nice little uh, manga series that, you know, tells its own story in the midst of, um, of canon, uh, apparently. So um, not, not a bad way to, uh, to go here. Um, you know, when you, when you look at it, it's, it's not, not a bad way to be. Um, those are my picks as far as, uh, Star Wars is concerned. On that note, folks, we have to take a brief break because, uh, we're going to talk about some other things coming up soon. Stay tuned. And we are back, folks. So with everything going on in the geek spectrum, such a busy time, so many things, you know, May 4th, Mother's Day, of course, and you can't have that and not talk about Free Comic Book Day as well that happened over the course of the week. Um, wide variety of titles, manga, comics afoot, um, old favorites, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, um, you know, a uh, 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 Disney comics uh, afoot, um, you know, Street Fighter comics afoot through Udon, um, just a, a who's who, which is uh, pretty much the, you know, the core of Free Comic Book Day. Obviously, you have many, um, many uh, 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 um, entries in from uh, the big two. So, uh, free comic book day, um, usually a great celebration, by and far, and it certainly, you know, was. Um, of course, with free comic book day this year, uh, got some some sad news, and uh, certainly a follow up from what we've talked about on this show. Um, goodness. Last week, um, the industry lost um, stalwart legend uh, Neil Adams. Uh, he was a comic artist on a lot of different properties, uh, particularly uh, you know very known for his uh, his art on on Batman and you know just you know the the, the iconic Superman versus Muhammad Ali. Um, you know, a uh, uh, comic, the, uh, the, 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 the changing times that were happening for the early X-Men stuff, uh, he played a huge part in, uh, you know, making the X-Men uh, dramatic, especially in, uh, you know, matters with, you know, when the Sentinels were introduced. We lost him, uh, last week and that's still still a shocker since neil adams passing and was recently was reported on free comic book day uh george perez very known for uh teen titans um crisis on infinite earths infinity war rather infinity gauntlet i should say which inspired uh, the films Infinity War and Endgame. But, uh, you know, the Infinity Gauntlet comic um, and just the, 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 the 
the care and detail that uh, George Perez took in his uh, in his work um, still resonates well to this day. George Perez sadly um, passed away uh, on Free Comic Book Day. He lost his um, well, and I, I rather I stand corrected as matters reported. He passed over the weekend. And I think that's the best way to put it, as opposed to such. Um, he passed away this weekend um, after a, a fight with pancreatic cancer. Um, he lived his days to the fullest. Um, he was one of the few that, you know, looking at matters, uh, the, the big two comic book companies put aside their, uh, their own madness and their, their, their parent companies as well to, uh, make things happen and to bring out his, uh, dream book, the book that he worked on and is highly celebrated. And that's, uh, JLA Avengers. George Perez left a heck of a mark on uh, the industry. Jack Kirby Award winner, all-time legend, inspired a host of um, talent that is uh, that resonates today, and still continues to 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 flourish talent each generation that looks at his work and Neil Adams as well that um, they're inspired. Uh, rest in peace to George Perez. Thank you for uh, everything uh, you did for uh, for this industry and that in essence, as you look at matters um, for what it's worth in comic art and, and, and just the spectrum, played a huge role in inspiring a heck of a lot of people that um, have made their way in this uh, industry. Rest in peace, George Perez. We're going to take a break. When we return, we'll uh, just uh, go over the last few bits of uh, news here. And we will call it a show. Don't go anywhere. Hello, folks. We are back and we are here for the 16-bit sushi side of the house here and uh, square unfortunately can't keep themselves out of the news so square as has been reported across the board sold their western studios uh, idos interactive crystal dynamics idos uh, montreal uh all over to uh embracer group and they sold it for um, the record amount of, I believe, $300 million. 300 mil. I mean, 300 mil million for the average person is life-changing money. That is very much life-changing money. Very much life-changing money. But for a company, especially for the properties, especially for what Crystal Dynamics, you know, had under their helm, that's that's considered for some to be kind of on the cheap side. What happened there? It's it's no secret that Square, um, Square's done really well with Final Fantasy fourteen, as we've talked about on this show, um. And Square wants to focus their efforts on their own works. They want to do more Final Fantasy, Kingdom Hearts, and now we're getting uh, front, mi front Mission remakes. They want to do their own thing. Now, mind you, the Avengers game sold well. The player base dropped. And unfortunately, you know, the game just didn't have uh, the longevity that it was looking for. It cost a lot to get that IP. A lot of things there. And then uh, the poor Guardians uh, of the Galaxy game followed that up, which, mind you, was very good, but 
the damage was already done from a PR standpoint. Tomb Raider was a solid seller as far as like the, the most recent uh, trilogies, but it wasn't Final Fantasy numbers. And uh, especially given all the uh, elements going on with the corporate world, especially the last two years, Square's just uh, trying to recover funds, recover some losses, and and you know, even for all the success successes they've ha- they've helmed, they want to make sure to cover some bases in between, and it just seems that's what they're doing here. It's just uh, you know, trying to ensure they're good. Now, of course, Embracer. The uh, Swedish gaming firm has uh, quite a few things under their helm. Of course, they own uh, THQ, Dark Horse Comics. So now having Crystal Dynamics and IDOS under the under their uh, umbrella, that's going to make for some interesting headlines in the coming months. Depending on their plans, um, it should be really interesting to see what. Um, what they decide to do, um, given this uh, this opportunity. Of course, um, Square's Square's uh, uh, headline making week didn't stop there, as others uh, picked up matters regarding um, Yuji Naka. Now, Yuji Naka um, is. Uh, programmer, designer, producer, and he's actually, he's helmed quite a bit. He's a stalwart, you know, when it comes to uh, gaming, um, a legend, in fact, when, you know, he was the lead programmer of the original uh, Sonic the Hedgehog series. So, and you look at, you know, just some of the classics he's handled from Knights, Burning Rangers, um, you know, he, he's had some some part with the Fantasy Star series. Uh, there's there's it's a who's who of of, of names, and um, when you look at the history of, of gaming, and in particular from the um, from the Japanese side for sure, he is um, he's a stalwart. However, um, apparently there's no love lost between Yuji Naka and. Uh, in Square, uh, Yujinaka has gone as far as to say his involvement with Square uh, when it came to a certain title, I believe it's Balan, um, Balan Wonderworld, uh, was not a very good one. And in fact, um, he was taken off the project uh, after, you know, back and forth, uh, you know, with with. with with the developer, with, you know, just with the company, everything cross board. Um, and in fact, uh, he has gone as far as to uh, apparently sue uh, Square. So not a, not a lot of, um, not a lot of love lost there. Even going as far as to say, I don't think Square even cares about games. Now, um, Balan Wonderworld did not have the best launch. There were some things there, but, um, you know, a lot of heat there. And I don't think it's, you know, I don't think it, it's going to be a simple, you know, hey, this is a disgruntled employee just saying stuff and, you know, they shouldn't take him seriously, you know, when it comes to that. I, I think people want to just judge things based on their own uh, matter. Uh, Naka, you know, did resign from Square um, last year, in April of uh, last year. And, uh, of course, prior to this, he had worked for, uh, goodness, he worked for, uh, uh, you know, 22 years at Sega. So, here's someone who's been around, and he's just, he's not shy about letting you know certain things that went down 
um, with his involvement with uh, with Square. So apparently, it comes down to the Square removed him as director of um, Balan Wonder World because of objections from the producer, head of marketing, head of sound, managing director, and human resources at the company. So. Now, apparently, since the suit is afoot, he did, you know, hire the attorney to to help him negotiate the ability to give comments to developers up until the game released. So this was back during that cycle. Well, fortunately, even for everything else, Balan uh, Wonderworld is uh, not remembered fondly. That's a shame, considering... Uh, Yuji Naka's uh, resume, and considering Squares for that matter, it's just a shame that uh, the project just didn't come off well. And uh, we're left with a game that arguably is not really finished, and you know, left with hurt feelings and everything in the process and litigation, and that's never cool. But... Out of all those headlines, there's a, there's 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 some there's some there's some there, there, there's some good news. So Final Fantasy 16 apparently has uh you know since they've been putting in work, Final Fantasy 16 is uh is either completed or practically near completion. You know, so that so that is actually good news so apparently the trailer is already complete so it kind of says okay since we're, we're we got trailers done and you know there's there's other things so may actually get a date on this soon so i mean that counts for something and you know that report was made by uh polygon you know, that the game is near completion. So, uh, you know, now we just have to wait and see. And, of course, the producer over 16 is the same producer, uh, Naoki uh, Yoshida, who is over um, Final Fantasy uh, 14. So, um, hopefully, Yoshida will uh, be able to uh, just helm the ship there, just like he did with 14, and uh, and give people that experience that they've come to enjoy. Um, you know, as far as like having fun and, and being immersed into that that element. But only time will tell. Speaking of time, times have definitely changed. Um, maybe not so much. Um, there's always been types of merchandise that have gone, you know, in an edgy direction, you know, uh, in particular for Square, and, and mind you, Square may not even, I don't think Square has anything to really do with this, in fact, they don't, um, so, digital hobby store Favor GK, um, is selling this statue that's out of uh, East Studio. East Studio um, has the, the rights for, uh, well, not so much rights, but they are doing a unlicensed, rather, an unlicensed um, Tifa Lockhart statue in, a, in basically the Jacko uh, pose. So Tifa is here doing a provocative... Uh, Provocative pose. Um, there's, there's. Niche gamer has uh, an article on it, and uh, anything you can follow that, and as well to the uh, to the favored GK link to uh, to check this out. So uh, Square hasn't taken this down, um, at least not yet. They haven't placed in a cease and desist order on this matter. 
So it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. The statue is due to release March of uh, next year. So uh, for those who do collect uh, you know, statues and the like, conversation pieces, boy, that's quite the conversation piece. But be on the lookout. See what happens there. Um, of course, June 24th is a date you want to mark on the calendars, folks, as Capcom Fighting Game Collection and Sonic Origin. Sonic Origin is due, uh, both are due to come out June 24th. I know there's a lot going on with, with Sonic at this point, especially with Sonic Origin, because um, this should be a layup. There shouldn't be really any controversy. There's some controversy with Sonic Origin Origins. They say origin or origins because I know there is not to be confused with another. No, it's origins. Yes. So Sonic Origins will contain um, Sonic the Hedgehog, Sonic CD, um, Sonic 2, Sonic 3, Sonic and Knuckles. And apparently because of uh, how they're, they're doing this, uh, yep, Sonic 1, 2, 3, yep, Knuckles, so, and, you know, Sonic CD. That uh, they're going to be digitally remastered for current gen. So, if you haven't played them on your PS3, the PS4, or Xbox, one, you'll get a chance to do it this time around. Apparently, there's going to be DLC for it. I don't know how you do DLC, except for, you know, how they have it listed here. Um, which I think is been the core of the controversy because these are completed games why are why are we doing all of this um definitely a frustrating matter especially given that sonic sonic the hedgehog has a not one but two best-selling movies which is still odd for me to say yes and it's you know the second movie is apparently tracking as like the best video game movie ever so you know huge victory for sega uh, now it's just capitalizing on it that's it it's just to capitalize on it so sonic origins i want to make sure here so june actually june 23rd but the same week as the capcom fighting game collection which is june 24th so uh that week is going to be a fun week for all gamers so yet 23rd you've got sonic origins 24th you've got capcom fighting game collection uh definitely mark those down and certainly um let us know about it gonna take a quick break here quick water break and uh from there we'll close out hello folks thank you very much for joining me for this edition of ARS 45. Uh, thank you for just sitting around and, uh, you know, catching up with me on a couple of uh, happenings in the worlds of, of anime, gaming, and overall geek stuff. Um, if you like what you enjoy, definitely reach out to me on uh, ARS on uh, ARS's different outlets. Of course, Anime Rest Stop can be found on Facebook, can be found on Twitter. Not hard to find uh, at all. Uh, the Anime Rest Stop uh, at gmail.com is our email address. Definitely send us some nice stuff. If you enjoy the show, if you like the show, um, if you don't like the show, um, you know, we're always open to you know, criticism. So definitely uh, feel free to, to chime us. Of course, for me personally, you can find me at ARS, uh, ARS Founder on Twitter. And uh, pretty much anywhere uh, else, of course, you can find me on the Twitter for Rest Up as well and uh, Facebook. So not too hard to find. Definitely give us a uh, Give us a thumbs up if you like the show. Give us a comment or two. Definitely aim to please. Meantime, folks, 
Um, be safe. Be strong out there, especially in uh, the crazy times that we're in. And uh, we'll see you again soon. Take it easy.